to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Walker McKay on the line, and he is the principal and founder over at NoBS Sales. Walker, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you, Adam, so much for inviting me. It's an honor to be on the show. I've heard a lot about it. I've listened to a bunch of your episodes. I'm glad to be on it. Thank you. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at NoBS Sales. With a name like that, I mean, a lot of salespeople listening, a lot of aspiring salespeople listening. Um, can't wait to get into what you're doing over there. But before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Sure. So I um, graduated from college with an American history degree, thinking I was going to go to law school. And somewhere around the middle of college, I realized I was really great at college and not so good at school. And so, um, and so I decided not to go to law school. And I went to uh, went to work for a bank for a couple of years. And I I um, liked what I was doing, but I was not a guy who sit behind a desk. Um, was not a person. I didn't do well working in a big corporate structure. Um, and diagnosed 20 years later with. Um, ADHD, big time, no executive function. And so it was kind of a disaster for me being at the bank. And, and I quit and got into the into sales because some, you know, a bunch of people had told me, gosh, Walker, you can talk to anybody. You should go into sales. And so I got into commercial real estate sales. Um, I was about 24, 25. And I did that for nine or 10 years, and I really struggled. I mean, I got my butt kicked a lot. Um, and I made a whole lot of excuses about why it wasn't my fault, but it was absolutely my fault. And um, one day I got... Um, I got referred by a friend of mine. He hired a sales coach, and I went to go meet the sales coach because that guy had to be full of crap because, you know, sales is just sales. There's no way you can learn anything about it was my thought process. And so I went to go meet with that guy just to set him straight. I was such an arrogant 30-year-old. <laughs> and um, and he asked me a couple of questions like, so you must be making $800,000 a year. And I said, no. And he said, why not? And I gave him a list of excuses, and he said, and he pointed out to me for the first time I'd ever heard, suppose I, suppose I told you I thought those were excuses. And it was like he took a knife and rammed it through me. And then he said, Walker, where else in your life are you making excuses? And I was like, oh, my God. And I about cried. I said, my mother thinks, you know, I'm never going to get married. I live in a crappy apartment, blah, 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 blah. And so, <laughs> anyway, it was terrible. And, and but, he, but I recognized at that point that I, not only that I needed help, but that he was somebody who could help me. And so I hired him. He helped me build my commercial real estate business, and then about three years later, he said, um, why don't you come work with me, and let's, let's go teach other people what we know. And so I worked with him as a coach for about 11 years, and then I, the partnership I let kind of fall apart. I didn't keep managing the relationship, and I let it fall apart. And, but I love training and coaching salespeople and, um, and sales teams. And so I had a three-year non-compete, so I did some outsourced VP of sales work by myself, and then once my non-compete was over, I got back into training and coaching of salespeople. So that's kind of the, the short version of the long story. Man, I love um, the story. And I, what I love about it most is that, um, you know, I think it's a very it's it's very common for us all to go through our ups and downs as entrepreneurs, oh, yeah. or sideways, yeah. or you know, are just getting started, or getting it handed to us, especially oh, yeah. in sales when we first start up, and we're just making all kinds of mistakes that we don't know because we don't have that life experience yet, and it's common. Correct. And I and I say that because. 
Exactly. Um, and so, you know, there's some younger entrepreneurs or, you know, for, uh, just getting out of college or maybe they didn't go to college and they're just starting in their career. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that, that fresh person that's considering a career in sales? So I tell this and I, I a lot of my friends which is, um, ask me to talk to their children when they're getting out of college and how do you interview. And um, so I'm going to start with the interview advice, which is when somebody asks you what you want to do, give them a three-part answer. Number one is you say, I want to work really hard. Number two is you say, I want to learn as much as I can, as fast as I can. And number three, I want to find a way to make a difference, a positive difference around here as fast as I can. So that's what you say in the interview. The hard part is then I want you to go do that. Um, and I want you to go and be a sponge and soak it up and work harder than anybody else and learn as much as you can. The hardest part, not the hardest part, the first part of business is learning what business is and the language and what people do and how does it work. And that only comes from being in it. If you can't read that in a textbook. You can't learn that in MBA school. It's literally how do people behave and what's this business thing all about and go to work to learn. Um, and I think a lot of people, I did when I got out of college, I felt very privileged because I went to a nice college, and I graduated, and I had okay grades, and I thought, okay, I've been at the top of my game now for a long time. Hey, world, come get me. And what didn't realize was I was <laughs> jumping in the bottom of a freaking ladder, and um, <laughs> that's forever you climb, right? And so um, anyway, it's recognizing that while you have a lot to offer, you also have a lot to learn. And go work hard and go do the best you can to make a difference around the place where you are. Does that make sense? Wait a minute, Walker. You mean everything is just not handed to you when you graduate? This is crazy well, nonsense. You know, maybe, maybe it is to some people, but it's not to me. Right? Me, myself, a, neither. Yeah, I've started over five times um, in different careers. In my most recent, I'm 54. I started over most recently at 51. Um, and so it's, there's a lot of humility to be learned, or I've got learned a lot of humility and a lot of, you know, it's, it's okay to start over. And I tell people when they start, too, the first job you take, probably chances are the first career you have will not be your last. The next oh, man, that's when so – gosh, that, that's sage advice. The first career you have won't be your last. I thought I was going to be a, a financial advisor in wealth management my whole life. I was almost 14 years in that business. I've been full-time in media now three years, and I thought that was like it. And I'm like, wow. And, you know, people thought I was kind of crazy for going this other media sure. direction route. And they – some still do, but I'll tell you what, a lot of those people have been in the podcast now and they don't. <laughs> so, you know, it yeah. is what it is, but I, I love it. And, right. I, you know, I, I, I'm fulfilling my purpose. They're fulfilling their purpose. There's no, there's no qualms either side, but I love what you're saying because that, that really is a mature um, uh, viewpoint of your, this won't be your last career. You may have been in it a decade. You may have been in it 20 yeah. years. You might be retiring from it. I talked to a, I interviewed somebody uh, earlier today who he was 25 years in, in the Navy and, and worked on like nuclear stuff. And he's like, after that, so after that career, and I'm like, wow, he retired yeah. out and he's on his next career yeah. and as an entrepreneur yeah. and done a couple of ventures. So, I mean, that's just really good advice. Uh, Walker, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get into what you're doing over at No BS uh, Sales. So first tell me a little bit more about the business, please. Sure. So I, um, when I was coming along, I was taught that sales was all about your personality, that it was going to convince people of, you know, that you were right and that, um, that good salespeople were good talkers. And what I found over time was that that wasn't effective for me um, and that 
as I have learned and studied, I, I had a, um, when I worked for the bank 85 years ago, um, my boss, Dale, um, he said, Walker, you just got to ask the right questions. You just got to ask the right questions. And, and as I kept asking him, what are the right questions? And he never could answer that for me. And finally, I, I quit the job, um, I think just before I got fired, and in search of what are the right questions, because you hear that all the time. And instead, I realized I was asking the wrong questions. What are the things we need to know from our prospects? And so I help people with the psychology of sales, of how do you figure out – there are several mindsets. Number one is that we're not the right fit for everybody, that most people that you go talk to are not going to be prospects for you. Even if they buy what you have, they're probably not going to be prospects for you. Um, number two, I believe we all have equal business stature that you need to be the same on the same level as everybody else. And I give everybody permission if you are um, taking, um, if you're paying rent or a mortgage and getting a paycheck or you finished paying off your mortgage, you have my permission to call everybody by their first name in business. Um, I think oftentimes we see ourselves as salespeople. We've got to be, you know, we've got to kiss everybody's butt and go chase everybody. And I don't believe that's the case. I think it hurts us when we do that. Um, the, the, I think we need to be better at asking questions instead of sharing our opinions with our prospects. I think uh, we need to be finding out what the prospects' opinions are. We need to find out what they think about their situation, how bad they think it is or how good they think it is, and what they think they need to, make it, need to do to make it better. Um, and so I teach a system and a process to do that that's easy to follow, um, that companies can take on as their own in their industry, and they can follow that and disqualify people very quickly. So. I'm all about disqualifying people in a very short period of time so you don't waste time with folks who aren't going to buy in the first place. Man, that's great advice, Walker. Um, and so if people are listening to this, what does a, a, um, a typical engagement look? Just so that if somebody's listening to this, they're like, oh, okay, this guy's a real sales guy. He knows what he's doing. He has processes. He's worked with a lot of companies. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Am I a right fit? Should I, should I follow up with Walker? What, are, yeah. what kind of people, what, what's your ideal client? What's a typical engagement look like in terms sure. of the length of time? Just so people yeah. have an idea. So typically I work with um, companies and I work with them in a very, all kinds of different industries, but usually the company I work with is probably not the 800 pound gorilla. It's probably the guy who's got 15 to 20% market share that knows they got to take the other 80 from somebody else. Um, and maybe they've had a problem in the past or whatever. And the owner of the company or the person who's in charge is a maverick. And they say, we got to do something different than everybody else. Um, and I'll begin with an interview with the owner, and then I'll spend some time evaluating their current sales processes and their current sales people, and then we'll design a program for them. It typically lasts somewhere around anywhere, probably 12 months to 24 months, I believe, in long-term incremental fixing. I don't believe in a one-day program. I mean, those are fine. I tell people that's infotrainment. Um, it's, I, I say I'll charge you as much for a day as I will for a year. Um, just because I don't like doing stuff that doesn't make people better. Um, so typically engagements, 12 months to 24 months, uh, we would typically have class or have a training session twice a month. I do most of my training over Zoom, over um, video conference. So a lot of the clients I work with have offices in multiple locations. Um, and so they can jump on the same, you know, video call at the same time and don't have to travel. Um, but I have a, a – um, 
curriculum that we go through and I have coaching calls in between with individual salespeople that say, I've got I'm working on this deal. Something's messed up. What do I do now? Um, or, hey, I just closed one. Or how do I go big picture? You know, how do I do strategy? What are, who is a better prospect for me and how do I go find them? So um, we have classes for everybody and then I do direct coaching for the owners of the business and also some of the salespeople depending upon our contracts. So, awesome. um, um, so Walker, what's the best way uh, it, it's for somebody to reach out if they think that they want to, you know, continue the conversation and learn more about what you're doing over at No sure. BS Sales? Uh, so the best way to find me is on LinkedIn. At, it's Walker McKay at LinkedIn. Um, I also have a, a free Facebook group called the No BS Sales Community. Um, I think you just you have to ask to be a part of that, but it's a free open um, group. And I also have a free video series. If somebody wants to check that out, it's um, www.7salesmistakes, the number 7salesmistakes.com. Um, so I want to see mistakes that they may be making. So um, that's, a, that's a good way to get some information as well. That's awesome. Um, well, hey, Walker, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing uh, over at No BS Sales. And to the audience, as always, I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, uh, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. Uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. Share this with your friends. I really do appreciate it. Uh, and, Walker, thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you.